So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Before we get going, I want to take a moment to tell you about some exciting news for high school sports fans across the country. SB Live Sports has launched a free iPhone and Android app featuring the latest high school sports news, scores, videos, polls, photos, podcasts, player rankings, and much more. With the SB Live Sports app, it is now even easier to follow your favorite team. With real-time scores and news alerts, as well as video highlights, podcasts, photo galleries, rankings, game coverage, and much more. The app delivers all the content you want in one convenient place. The SB Live Sports app features exclusive content from on-the-ground reporters across the country, and it's the number one source for Washington high school sports fans. With coverage from reporters Todd Mellis and Andy Bueller, me, Dan Dickow, SB Live's recruiting expert, this SB Live Sports app is available at no charge in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Download it today. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here's Dickow from the deep corner for three. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's all now. Downtown Dan connects. I love it. Every morning when I'm working out, I'm listening to your podcast. I mean, I've seen Dan Dicko hit some big shots in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I got to salute you, man. Like, I've been watching you since I was in high school trying to mimic all your moves. Continuing for the month of March and March Madness, the excitement around the NCAA tournament, the ISO with myself, your host Dan Dickow in SB Live Sports, is rewinding and re-releasing a number of conversations with coaches, players, um, both current and former, um, to celebrate the NCAA tournament, all the excitement, the madness that goes along with it. Today's re-release coach of the Oregon Ducks on the women's side, Coach Kelly Graves. Kelly has done a tremendous job at University of Oregon after um, really getting the Gonzaga women's program up and going at a tremendous level. Uh, He maybe would have had the national title team a season ago with uh, one of the best women's players at the college level ever seen. She only needs one name. That would be Sabrina a season ago. Uh, has got the Ducks back in the Sweet 16, where as a six seed, they just recently beat the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, they will be playing Louisville in the round of 16 uh, in San Antonio, where the women's NCAA tournament is being held. So without further ado, Coach Kelly Graves of the Oregon Ducks. Dan Dickow, Scorebook Live, Washington, with our daily podcast during these uncertain times uh, across the country. Have a, a, we've had a tremendous list of guests up till now, but 
we have a special one for people that are college basketball fans in the Northwest. Um, just finished up his sixth year as the women's head coach at the University of Oregon. Before that, was at Gonzaga, the University of Portland, and St. Mary's. None other than national coach of the year, I believe. Correct me if I'm mistaken. Coach Kelly Graves. Kelly, how are you? Hey, I'm pretty good this morning. How about you, Dan? Well, I'm good doing great here. with these uh, uncertain times. You know, the one nice thing is to get to spend a little bit more time at home with the family, with the kids. Got to get creative with work, how you get things done. Um, you know, but most go-getters have a way to figure that out. Uh, your team was exactly that, a bunch of go-getters this past season. Um, unfortunately, the season ended so quickly. How did you deliver the message to your team after having – uh, a team that looked like you had a legitimate chance, maybe was even going to be a favorite to win a national title? Um, well, it was um, – I still haven't actually seen everybody from the team. I mean, we uh, we played in our Pac-12 championship game on a Sunday, trying to get a little better lighting on a Sunday. And um, I've always done this with all my teams, including all those years at Gonzaga after the championship game. I told them, I said, well – you know, I'll, let's take the week off. I'll, I'll see y'all Saturday night. So I gave him that whole week off and I went recruiting. Actually, first I stayed at Gonzaga and watched uh, Will and, and his team win the WCC championship there in Vegas. And then, uh, and then I went recruiting. And when I uh, got the message on Thursday morning that the NCAA was going to cancel the tournament, you know, I sent a text to everybody because most of the team, or at least more than half the team, was still at home or away from Eugene. And and I gave them the news via text. I, I'm sure most of them knew, you know, as quickly as I did. And, um, you know, and I just said, if you're at home, stay home. There's no reason to come back. And so Friday, I actually flew back from the – I was in the south. And I flew back uh, Thursday night and then met with the team that was – here in Eugene on Friday morning. We, we did our best to talk through it, kind of console each other, uh, do the best we, we, we could at the moment, and then uh, laid out the plan and told them, you know, basically they were allowed to go home because everything, uh, their final exams uh, were coming up and they were going to be done remotely. And then spring break, and I said, you know, those that want to go home, and quite frankly, most of them took off in the, you know, over the next day or so. You know, it sounds like um, you are you adjusted to the times, uh, where you were at, where your team was at, uh, trying to get a message out. And that's something that the best coaches do, regardless of the situation, whether it's in a game uh, or whether it's something in life that you've got to share a message with. How did you learn how to adjust on the fly as a coach? Who would your coaching mentors have been that really kind of implemented how you process things and how you work as a coach? Well, unfortunately, this there is no playbook for this. This is a first. Uh, we didn't know how to, you know, I, I honestly didn't know how to handle it uh, early on. I was just flying by the seat of my pants. I, I uh, just wanted to make sure that my team was comforted, you know, best they could be and taken care of, whether that be, you know, uh, get, get back home or, or, you know, stay here until we got some more information. Um, you know, I, I think just, uh, you know, I was taking and talking to other coaches about what they were doing. I was, uh, you know, getting input from our administration as to how the university was going to proceed from there on out. 
So I think, you know, and then I relied on our team. We have a, a team full of leaders. And you talked about being uh, one of the favorites. I think we were the favorite. Analytically, uh, all, all the computers, um, you know, had us as the favorite. Las Vegas had us as the favorite to win this thing. And it was just, it was our year. And so I think our team, you know, was was really disappointed. But I, you know, I tried to to, to comfort them and just say, you know, listen, everybody uh, at this time, it's not just us. It's, it's everything. It's every team. It's high school kids playing for their state championships. They were denied and it was on and on and on. And so, um, you know, we just tried to look big picture and, and, and just say this was the, the, the right decision that was made. It's unfortunately, unfortunate. We'll always have a hole in our heart, um, you know, for what could have been. But at the same time, you know, we have to think big, big picture. Want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators, a team of experienced Sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers over $100, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Yeah, I think big picture is very important. Unfortunately, in the state of Washington, you mentioned high school seniors are missing out on the, the final finality of their spring sports season. Um, many of them are looking to become a college athlete. You had one of the most iconic uh, college athletes of recent memory on your team this past season. She had another historic year, Sabrina Unescu. Talk about what separates her and the work ethic that a high school kid must understand um, allows someone to have that type of success. Well, you know, she – She's won pretty much, well, not pretty much, she's won every single national award this year and won most of them last year as well. You know, she's just one of those players that, you know, I wish every coach had a chance to coach because she's the entire package. Uh, looking back to when she was in high school, you know, she wasn't the biggest kid. She's not the, the fastest kid. She doesn't jump the highest. Um, you know, I consider her a really good athlete because to me, athleticism is more than just jumping high and running fast. You know, it's, it's hand-eye coordination. It's, it's uh, balance. It's uh, strength. It's, uh, uh, you know, IQ, everything else that goes into it. So she is a, a tremendous athlete in that regard. But, you know, she just works harder than everybody. And uh, she just has that competitive spirit that she can't teach. And she's always had it. You know, I, I saw her when she was a youngster in ninth grade and, you know, she could barely fit into her uniform. She was just so skinny. But I'm telling you, she competed and competed and competed and, and never gives up, never quits. Uh, a great teammate in that she 
you know, she sets, obviously she sets an example, but she earns the respect of her teammates because she works hard because she, you know, earns their trust. Um, uh, you know, I, people say, well, what, you know, and she always came up big in the biggest moments. Um, uh, but a great teammate, you know, is loved by her, her, her teammates and, and just, she does everything that you're supposed to do. And, you know, as a student athlete as well, Dan, I mean, my goodness, she graduated in three years and it's not like she was, uh, not doing anything in this or, or staying here each summer and go, taking classes. She played for, for USA basketball, uh, pretty much every summer. So, she just, in everything she does, she finds a way to do it the best she can. And she's not the most gifted in everything, but I'm telling you, there's not a harder worker uh, anywhere. Hard work separates people in any industry, in any sport. Uh, you mentioned when you were started recruiting her or evaluating her early in her high school career, some things that stood out to you. What are non-negotiables for you as a coach when you go out and evaluate and see kids um, because unfortunately in this day and age, too many people get wrapped up in points or uh, things that don't necessarily catch a, a legitimate coach's eye to be able to put them together in a team. Well, with me, these are the five things I look for when I'm recruiting. Number one, athleticism. And it's an athletic game and we, we want to compete at the highest level and win national championships and Pac-12 championships, et cetera. So, you know, athleticism is important. Secondly, skill set. Um, you know, we coach a skilled game. We led the nation in, in points per possession this year. One of the, if not the greatest season in the history of college basketball. So we play a skilled game. That's the way I like to coach. Third is basketball IQ. You can tell after a few minutes whether somebody really understands how to play the game or not. Fourth is upside because we're always looking for those players that, you know, project to be better later on. I, those, that's from my Gonzaga days. You know, we, we competed at a high, high level. We always expected to, but we weren't getting the, the five-star and the blue chippers uh, kind of recruits. And then fifth, and the last thing that you find out about somebody, because, you know, you don't really understand this until you get to know them, and that's championship character. What, what kind of person are they? So when I look at, at Sabrina, you know, number one, yeah, she was an athlete. You could tell. Uh, number two, her skill set was incredible, and and that's you know proven proven true. I mean, she's the first player in NCAA history, men or women, to get two thousand points, one thousand assists, one thousand rebounds in a career. It's never been done before, and probably never will be again. Uh, you know, thirdly, her basketball IQ is off the charts, and you you would be shocked at how many times I've eliminated kids from you know where you can just tell you know as a point guard they just don't really understand the game like they should and need to uh fourth upside you know uh i still look for that that's not uh, it's not that's not a non-negotiable now uh but fifth that is character uh and make sure you know you you let those kids know that coaches are always watching i've crossed players off my list who who threw towels after they were subbed out and and or didn't look the coach in the eye when they were talking to him. Wouldn't shake hands with the other team after after a tough loss. Um, you know those kind of things. I've just completely crossed them off. To me, character counts, and it counts a lot. I I include it fifth, Dan, because you don't really see that first. Yeah. You know the other stuff you can kind of see. Um, you know I've crossed kids off the list when I get into their homes during a home visit. 
they treat their parents poorly. Um, you know, hey, I'm not going to deal with that. If they're if they're like that now as high school kids, they're going to be worse as college kids, I think. So uh, those are some of the things that I that I look for. And in Sabrina's case, she passed each and every test. I mean, you're you're talking about a model citizen as well as a great uh, a great basketball player. You know, I love those five characteristics that you look for uh, when you're recruiting players. You also have a unique um, approach or situation because your son will uh is a walk-on at gonzaga so you've I, i'm imagining you you had a chance to coach him in workout settings growing up because he, he drew developed a love for the game but now he's playing for somebody else or he also obviously in high school did too but he's playing for someone else who's a hall of fame uh to be coaching mark few when you sit and watch, how much pride do you have as a dad to watch that? But then also, how much, as, as a parent who knows so much about the game, how do you sit back and, and allow that barrier to happen, especially at the high school level? Because I'm imagining, you know, he was a go-to guy. He, he was a focus of the team, where now at Gonzaga, you know, he, he's, he's not in that similar role. Yeah, well, quite frankly, it's been tough, and it's been trial and error. You know, my first son, Max, uh, you know, was, uh, was a heck of a high school player. In fact, was on the Gonzaga Prep team that won a state championship when he was a sophomore, and, and uh, he could have played Division I basketball at, uh, you know, at some level. Um, and and I, I think I kind of pushed him a little bit too much, or at least that's what I'm told now by everybody involved. And so it's been a little trial and error. Uh, Will's my third son, and by the time he got uh, playing high school, you know, I would try to talk to him after games about things he could do better, and then he wasn't listening. And so then I would text him during the game, knowing that he would get the text after the game, like, hey, you got to run harder uh, in transition, or whatever the case may be. That didn't work. And finally, by his senior year, Dan, I'd kind of figured it out. I just kind of hands-off approach just supported him loved him if he wanted to talk we would talk about it but I never really trained him much uh in terms of you know getting in a gym and working him out he's done that on his own with players or with his teammates friends and other coaches and then now that he's been at Gonzaga I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell coach few what to do although I will say my kid shot 60 percent from the three-point line and like <laughs> Mark let's get him some time buddy Jeez, Louise. But anyway, uh, I, I've had a chance to just really uh, uh, watch, appreciate, you know, you know, that he gets to play. We do talk after most games, and uh, it's pretty superficial. We don't really get involved into the nitty-gritty. Uh, I will tell you this, though. We won our championship on Sunday. Uh, Tuesday, they cut down their nets and celebrated. I took more joy in his victory and celebrating with the Gonzaga fans and teammates and, and everybody as I did on our own victory. So, you know, it, uh, it brings me a lot of joy to see him happy. He loves it there. I know he's being treated well. And you mentioned he's a walk-on and that's what I love about coach few and his team. They don't treat him like a walk-on. They, they treat all their players the same. Uh, they're all equal partners in what they're doing. And I, I appreciate that. And that's the same kind of philosophy I think we have here. And that's what's made our program so strong. Absolutely. I, some tremendous words of advice for, for parents who are helping their student athletes uh, navigate the waters of, of high school basketball. And hopefully for many, the case of getting to college. 
Coach, I know you're busy. You've got other um, responsibilities you've got to get to. Uh, we appreciate the time. Um, I know you're at Oregon. You're down in Eugene. You're having tremendous success. But know that plenty of people in the state of Washington are still following, supporting, and, and rooting you on. Well, I appreciate Dan, uh, all that, Dan. And, and I'll tell you, I'm still a zag at heart. You know what I mean? I, I took, a, like I said, a lot of joy, and I had a chance to reconnect with a lot of people during that WCC tournament. I know that, uh, that they follow our progress here, but, hey, I, when, when the Zags win, I win. I feel real good for them. So uh, 14 years I was there as the head coach. That's a long time. You don't just uh, forget about that overnight, that's for sure. Absolutely. Well, thanks. But I wish you the best. It. And I, I really enjoyed watching you play back in the day, big guy. You were there when I first showed up, yeah. you know, and uh, you were, hey, in, in my opinion, still one of the, the all-time greats, buddy. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Again, thanks for joining the Scorebook Live Washington Today podcast. Best of luck and thanks, uh, look to see you guys again next year. Okay, buddy. See ya. All right. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.